Good morning and welcome to another edition of The Book Talk, brought to you by The Bookshelf in downtown Batesville. And we have both Chris and Mary. Good morning to you, ladies, and how are you doing on this toasty Tuesday? <laughs> Good, Good morning. morning. It's, high. It's, it's not too bad. I mean, it could, it's going to get worse, so. That's right. I'm looking ahead. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at, yeah, that's exactly right. I'm looking ahead. It's hot. It's a great time to, well, you know, you have to be careful how you use your air conditioning, you know, because you got to, you got to keep it in reserve. You got to keep it for when you're going to need it the worst. So try to live with it, the hot, as long as you can before you turn that on. Exactly. And, you know, the past, actually, since Friday, Saturday, I've had oh, my windows dear. open and it's been dear. nice. It's down to 50 Beautiful some at night. Weekend. Yeah. Oh, it was perfect. So, good mm-hmm. Father's Day. Yes, it was. Yeah, so, a lovely Father's Day. So, really, not to complain about. Day. Father's Day was excellent. <clears throat> we had our Corpus Christi procession over at That's um, right. Family in Oldsburg. That's uh-huh. a beautiful day for that, too. Oh, it was perfect. It was 176 consecutive years we've been doing this. And yes. um, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's just, you know, when you think of all the history that's gone on, and every year we go out there and oh, yeah. we have our benedictions and our procession. And it's really cool. And I think, I, I honestly think we had a record number this year. I think there were probably 250 people there processing. Oh, that's and, lovely. Um, that's so good. Oh, it, it, it it was wonderful. It was it was great, and um, you know, God's good to the town of Oldenburg and town of Batesville, and and we just Absolutely. keep it up every year. So yeah, yeah. so that new, was new business that was coming. New, you know, there's so many yeah. things happening in Batesville. It, it makes it a special place to live. It is. It, it's a it's a good place with a lot of good people. And um, even though they're going to be fixing our road out there soon, we'll still be open. <laughs> um, that's right. Just a little FYI. Uh, yes. And, that, and that's, that's another thing that makes Batesville very special, that it has an independent bookstore. Not many yes. communities have those. And um, so we're, we're pleased that we're able to offer this service. I'm just amazed at the people that come in that are traveling through and they, they look us up online or, you know, look for bookstores and it's like, wow, I found you guys. This is amazing. And I'm also amazed at the number of people who've lived in Batesville for many, many years come in and say, oh, how long have you been here? Uh, 42, <laughs> almost 43 years. That, that's yeah. always kind of amazing. But you know what? What I love, what I love about those people that stop um, that are, you know, they, they do, they get, they get the information because they're looking for, for shops such as ours. And, and a mm-hmm. lot of them are in the Indiana, um, tra- book trail that they're doing. You know, we're giving out our little state of Indiana oh, yeah. plaque. And, um, how impressed they are when they come into Batesville. 
you know, it's just such a beautiful little city. They're, they're, they're and they always say they're going to be back. They always say they want to come oh, back. Yeah. They want to try the restaurant. We always send them over to Schmidt. You know, we always, there's so many different places. That, and, you know, if they come on the weekends, I, oh, my goodness, you've got to go over to Ron Weber's. Um, there's all kinds of things to see and do here. Oh, yeah. I, I love giving them the list of all the little restaurants around and, you know, kind of what they serve and, um, you know, all the little shops that are open in town. And, and they, that's what they right. come for. They, yeah. they kind of come and spend the day, and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, they sure do. And I'm sure. I, I can remember I'm the sure. one couple that stopped, and they just stopped in, and, and then they, uh, and that was on a Friday. And they, you know, we told them of places, and we sent them over to the Chamber of Commerce because they have, you know, all the all the bulletins yep. of where to go. And they stopped in the next Saturday and said, you know, we weren't going to stay. We were just on our way someplace, but there were so many little things to do that we we got a hotel room. So he said, yeah, there you go. And to be able to do it all, they wanted to go down into yep. Oldenburg, and they wanted to go try Metamora. So you know, there's a lot to do right in our little. In our little uh, uh, corner of the world. Oh heck yeah, we're 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 very blessed. We're very blessed to live here. So, but again, we're very blessed to have the bookshelf, and um, we'll start with our indie bestsellers. What's happening yeah, yeah, yeah. this week in the area in the hardcover fiction? Um, no changes much in the top five, but there are quite a few stars on the list, so mm-hmm. we'll get to that. Uh, Emma Straub is number one on our list, and it's this time tomorrow. Sea of Tranquility, Emily St. John Mandel. Number three, Sparring Partners, John Grisham. I see. I saw that laying on the desk yesterday when I took the garbage out. thought, ooh, that looks good. So yeah, that's short number story. Three. That's a little different for Yes. Me. Yeah, because you know, yeah. it's not a big story. It's, it's short story. It's kind of cool. Yes. Yeah. Lessons in Chemistry, Bonnie Garmus at number four, and Matt Haig still on the list with the Midnight Library. Let's see, number seven is a debut, Night Crawling. Leela Motley um, is debuting on our list. I think we talked about that last week on USA Today. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, um, um, I don't know. I, I I think it's a uh, it's a harsh book. That I guess that's yeah. I, what I want to say. You know about yeah. about about uh, a brother and sister who are trying to make it, it out in East Oakland with um, you know uh, a lot of obstacles in their way. Uh, but it, you know it's it's echoing a real life 2015 case. Um, that you know that this this gal that wrote the um, the book, um, Lelia Motley, she was actually the poet laureate for the Oakland Youth, and um, wow. yeah, so she's uh, you know she actually knew people that that suffered from the, this problems, and um, she just decided to write a book hmm. about it. Well, that's it's it's debuting fairly high up on our list, so yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Says something there, yep. Um, number twelve is also a debut. It's J.M. Miro, Ordinary Monsters. So if there is such a thing, but it's 
on our list. Yeah, well, this is, this is kind of fantasy, paranormal. It's one of those adult tiles that they recommend for YA, you know, for, oh, for younger okay. readers. So it's, um, it's got a lot of uh, stuff going on in that. And um, uh, it, it's like a brother and sister that have special powers and, um, you know, they're being used and abused. No. Another okay. one of those is kind of grim, you know. Yeah. Uh, but um, it's it's kind of what a lot of teenagers are looking for right now to read. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm wow. Let's read. Yeah, let's read light and happy during the summer. So, but yeah, anyway, every, exactly. everybody can be a coach. unique. Yeah, yeah. So we we do we do you know carry stuff that's a little darker, but mm -hmm. whatever you like to read, we'll get it in if we don't have it. So. Absolutely. Number 14 is a debut on our list, Woman of Light, and that's Callie Fajardo Anston. And that is debuting number 14. Yeah, literary fiction. Um, it's Hispanic and Latina. Um, mm -hmm. And it's that um, it's got, you know, it's one of those big stories. It's five generations of indigenous. Chicanos who are, are living out west, and um, um, and what their what their lives are like, you know, and how how it is that, yeah. they, that they evolved in in our American community. Okay. Number fifteen is also a debut on our list. Sloan Crosley has cult classic. So, yeah. yeah, and this is this is debuting. It's you know, it's to me, it's it's just kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's literary once again it's literary fiction they consider it city life um, um, one of the reviews said that um, th this author is best known for her essay collections that's what she usually does yeah. um, but she's decided to, to write a piece of fiction and um, she's got a lot of good reviews um, but, you know, it's, it's another one of those, it's, they're trying to explain things that are going on in our society, and it's her take on that. Oh, okay. But it's fiction. Okay. But it is fiction. Um, yep. In the nonfiction, David Sedaris is still hanging in there at number one with Happy Go Lucky. Crying in H Mart, a memoir, Michelle Zahner, number two. Atlas of the Heart, Brene Brown. The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse, uh, Charlie McKessie, number four, and Candace Millard, River of the Gods, number five. There's one debut on our list um, at number seven, Battling the Big Lie, How Fox, Facebook, and the Mega Media are Destroying America. That's Dan Pfeiffer. He's and I think seven. it speaks for itself. Yeah. 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 The title. The title. Yeah. yeah. Pretty well says it all. There is. There is one on the list that is up and coming. It's on at number 18 right now, but I'm sure it'll pop in there higher. Um, it's James Patterson by James Patterson, The Stories of My Life. James Patterson. Well, you know, I, you know, I wonder if that will indeed... Uh, I mean, people love to read his mysteries, you know, because he's a, he's a master at, at that. Uh -huh. I don't know if they necessarily really want to know about him. <laughs> Actually, I, I had I had somebody asking about it just the other day. So, okay, um, cool. well, yeah, more than happy yeah. to get that back in. Yeah, 
Yep, not a problem. But, you know, I, I, I think he's led a pretty interesting life. Let's mm-hmm. see. In, in the paperback fiction, number one, Emily Harry, Book Lovers, Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, Taylor Jenkins Reid, where the Crawdad sings back up to number three, Delia Owens. It ends with us, Colleen Hoover, Verity, Colleen Hoover, number five. Um, we've been going through a lot of Colleen's, but we've been trying to keep yes, her on the shelf. So. Yeah. A um, few debuts on the list. The personal librarian, Marie Benedict. We sold quite a few of those, actually, um, mm-hmm. in our shop. So that's that's a, that's a word of mouth one, I think. That's people are passing I think that so. Around. It was also a book club. It, it was yep. a book club. Um, mm-hmm. And, it, you know, and it's another story about a black woman who's passing as white so that she can... Um, and at the turn of the century, she was actually hired by J.P. Morgan to curate a collection of, of uh, manuscripts, books, and artwork uh, for his uh, Pierpont Morgan Library. And um, so, yeah, it, it just goes to show that at that point in time, she probably wouldn't have been able to do that job if they knew she was black. Yeah, yeah. An interesting story. I've, I've been getting a lot of good reviews on that one from people that read it. Um, number 12 is also a debut on our list, Beautiful World, Where Are You? And that's Sally Rooney. So I think that did yeah, really good in hardcover. It did. It was just an instant New York Times bestseller. And yeah. once again, it's kind of a coming-of-age story, and it's all about friendships and um, how, how women need friendships and um, uh, that a group of friends it kind of follows them. Um, through their lives. Okay. In the nonfiction, Braiding Sweetgrass, Robin Wall Kimmer is still number one. The Body Keeps the Score, Bessel van der Kolk. All About Love, New Visions, Bell Hook. The Splendid in the Vile, Eric Larson at number four. Number five is a debut on our list, and I know this did real good in, in hardcover yeah, because we had a lot of people uh, asking for it and buying it. It's The Bomber Mafia. A Dream, A Temptation, and The Longest Night of the Second World War. Of course, that's Malcolm Gladwell. I don't think he's written a bad book yet, has he? No, and that is kind of a departure for him, you know, kind of getting into history. So, that excellent book. It was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Number eight is a debut on our list, too. It's The Ride of Her Life, the true story of a woman, her horse, and their last chance journey across America. That's Elizabeth Letts does that one. Yeah, and, and Elizabeth Letts, uh, she has a number of books she likes to write about equestrians, and of course she did the, uh, uh, what was that, I think it was the $8 million horse or uh, something, you know, that um, about the story that they they rescued this horse, um, what did they call him, Snowman, it was a white horse, and um, they uh, they rescued him from the, from the, um, dog food company and oh. and this 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 uh, right, um, uh, trainer and but he couldn't keep him so he gave him to a boy down the road and he would jump fences to come back you know <laughs> wanted to go back to his original home and he, yep. he became one of the champion uh, jumping horses in the fifties. <laughs> You know, it was it was just it was such a great story about this, and this is also kind of set in the fifties, the ride of her life about a woman 
who was in her 60s and decided that everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. She lost her husband, she lost her farm, and she just decided that she's going to get on her horse with her dog, and she's going to, she wanted to see the Pacific Ocean before she died, and she was going to get there on her horse. Actually oh, wow. And said that she, at that time, it was the 50s, um, she said she knew that she would be able to make it through the kindness of strangers. And she did. Oh, wow. So that's, that's, that's neat. Kind of a great that sounds like a, yeah, that sounds like a neat story. I like it. Oh, yeah. Let's see. I, I, I don't know that she could do that today, but in, mm. in the 50s, it worked for her. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, interesting thought, though. Let's see. Yeah. Children's early and middle grade readers, the one and only Bob, Catherine Applegate, number one. Swim Team, Johnny Christmas, The First Cat in Space Ate Pizza, Max Barnett, Smile, a graphic novel, Raina Tegelmeyer, and she's also at number five with Drama, a graphic novel. See, there's no debuts on our list for those today, but um, uh, Raina's still hanging in there with tons of books on there. And oh, yes, she always does. does. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I see Charlotte's Web on there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Patches yeah, back it, on there, so that's a patch. Yeah. Read, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. An interesting uh, combination of books there. Let's see. In the young yeah. adult, I, I kiss Sarah Wheeler, Casey McQuiston, Family of Liars, E. Lockhart. We Were Liars at number three, E. Lockhart. Number four is a debut. It's Andrew Joseph White with Hell Followed With Us. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. No, yeah. No. <laughs> That's a strange. Number. That's a strange book. I, I'm not really sure that we'll have that unless somebody yeah. specifically asks for it. Yeah. I, I know. I'm. I, I read up a little bit about it, and it just doesn't. It just doesn't seem very appropriate for teenagers. Yeah. Actually, it didn't. It didn't really seem appropriate for anybody. Um, but okay. again, you know, it's just a matter of uh, of taste. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's that's what being an independent bookseller is about. We can pick and exactly. choose. But then again, if mm-hmm. somebody comes in and says, I really want this, okay, we don't judge. Absolutely. This is what yeah. we'll get for you. So, yeah, no no, no judgment zone here. So. No, um, number, exactly. <laughs> number five, The Girl from the Sea, and that's Molly Knox's Oster Tag. Uh, and that's a graphic novel, too. See Children's Illustrated. This is what I'm more comfortable with. <laughs> In the Children's Illustrated, oh, the places you'll go. Doctor Seuss is number one. <laughs> this this title cracks me up. This is a debut on our list. It's by Jonathan Grazino, and it's Noodle and the No Bones Day. <laughs> and he does not look like a happy little puppy. <laughs> no, he doesn't. The cover looks so cute, and I love the name Noodle for a dog. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm guessing he didn't get what he wanted that day. So that's no. cute. In number three, of course, it's baby season, so we have Goodnight Moon on there. Margaret Weiss Brown. Oh, Mary, we Adam Rubin at number four. David, David Dragons Love Tacos. No. That's a fun one. And Eric Carl rounds out the top five with The Very Hungry Caterpillar. Um, number 15 is a debut. I'm, I'm sure last week's um, celebrations 
uh, prompted this one, but it came in at 15. Twas the night before Pride, and that's Joanna mm-hmm. McClintic. So, let's see. Children's series, Wings of Fire, Chewy Sutherland at number one. The Bad Guys, Aaron Blabley. Elephant and Piggy, Mo Willems at number three. Cat Kid Comic Club, Dave Pilkey, number four. And Magic Treehouse round out the top five. So, I, I love the fact that they just all kind of dance around each other every week. Somebody's Absolutely. in different spots every week, so you can kind of tell what the kids are reading at that moment. But okay, that's that's my list for today. Well, let's buzz through the USA Today because there really aren't that many changes. Um, it's Colleen Hoover is ruling the roost. Um, at number one, she has it ends. It ends with us. Um, number two, it is a debut, <laughs> Chainsaw Man, Volume 11, by Tatsuki Fujimoto. And um, of course, glad, is... <laughs> glad you pronounced that, babe, not me. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is a, um, uh, a Viz Media uh, graphic novel. Sparring partners down to number three with John Grisham. Celia Owens, Where the Crawdads Sing, next in line. Um, that is going to be going in next week or two weeks. I can't quite remember. Um, in, in a small mass market, $10 edition. Oh. Uh, it's going to be on uh, Netflix, so they're celebrating the release of the movie. with a, uh, And it'll only be available at that price for a short period of time, or until oh, they run wow. out, basically. Yeah. Um, number five is Verity by Colleen Hoover. Number six is Ugly Love by Colleen Hoover. Uh, <laughs> seven, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by T.J. Reed is still bouncing around in the top ten. Emily Henry's Book Lovers, also a great summer read, is um, still here with us. There is a debut, Tom Clancy's Zero Hour. This is a Jack Ryan Jr. title. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of fun with those. And number 10, Oh, The Places You Go. <laughs> uh, the rest of it we have is uh, Atomic Habits uh, by James Clear. Steve Barry is um, debuting at number 12, The Omega Factor. And, of course, this is a UNESCO investigator, Nicholas Lee. This isn't one of his Cotton Malone's, the different story, but I, I think he visited. Uh, Nicholas Lee oh. visited Cotton. Crossover. In his book. Yeah. Yes, a crossover. Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover is number 15. And James Patterson by James Patterson is debuting at number 14. Colleen Hoover's back at number 9. November 9 at number 15. Wicked Beauty by Katie Roberts. Um, This is, uh, I think this might be third in the series. Um, It's uh, the Helen of Troy. Uh, it's, It's kind of an... Yeah, it's kind of an interesting that series that she's done, Dark Olympus. So uh, the first one was the Neon Gods, and um, let's see, what was the second one? She's right now in the middle of two series that are doing really well, The Wicked Villains and The Dark Olympus. But The Wicked Beauty is is her new one, and that's uh, just coming out. That's not not young adult, right? That's just romance. Um, let me check. 
on that. It's a source book by Casablanca, so I would say this is to for adults. So, yeah. yes, romance and, yeah, it's definitely adult. Um, okay. <clears throat> the Summer I Turn Pretty um, is uh, back into the top 20. This is a youth story, and I'm sure uh, this is being driven by uh, the movie that just came out on, I think it's Amazon, The Summer I Turn yeah. Pretty. Um, Stuck With You uh, by Ollie Hazelwood. This is a novella, and I believe this is only available on a digital format at this time. Um, could be that it'll come out later. Um, sometimes they take those novellas and they bundle them together. Uh, wait until yeah. they have um, more. And then sometimes they just print it. But at this point, it's still an, an e-book. The People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. And, of course, she's a same writer that has book lovers up in the top ten. And Cat Kid Comic Club on Purpose <laughs> is rounding out yes. our top 20. So that's... that's Let's look and see what we have coming out. Um, there's not... Let's see. Let's go back and see what's coming out this week. Uh, I think there were a few of them of note. Um, oh, yeah. Riley Sager's The House Across the Lake is out this week. Um, and let's see if there's some other authors that, I, that we know that we have are... Um, uh, this is now. I saw this. Was, this is a kids' book, Catherine Teagan books. It's Henry Cole. It's called Building, and it's all about different animals that build. Um, and it's it's got a picture of the beaver right on the front because cool. you know, they build the dams in their homes. Yeah. And so um, I'm sure there's going to be some insects in there because they're well known for building their homes. Um, cool. Paula Hawkins. She has a new one, A Slow Fire Burning, that comes out. Uh, John Grisham's The Judges List is coming out into paperback. Uh, let's see. And that's just some of them. How many do we have coming out this week? We have, it's a, oh, this is a short week. There's only 368 new books coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah, slow week. It's, well, yeah, it's summer. Mm-hmm. And that happens. It's summer, yeah. that's right. Uh, next week, we've got 531 coming out. Now, a lot of the books that are coming out this week are going to be education books, getting ready for school, um, like the Princeton Review, the GED test prep. There's a lot of test preps that are going to be coming out. Um, Also, the silhouettes, um, the little romances are all coming out. Uh, Victoria Aveyard has a new one. Um, of course, she's got that series. It's it's uh, it's YA, but adults also a really great fantasy. She's so good at that. Um, Allison Noel also has another one. This is also a YA. Um, Elizabeth or no Danielle Steele? Huh? There she is. No oh. Danielle Steele. Another one. And ladies, you're out of time. Uh, can you give us your uh, location, hours, and phone number, please? Okay. We are at the corner of North Wallet and Boeinger. And like I said, even during the construction of the road, 
destruction of the road, we will be open. Um, we are there from 11 to 5, Tuesday through Friday. Saturday call ahead could be iffy. And um, our phone number is 812-934-5800. So come in and see us, ask us, call us. We're there. All right. We will talk to you again next week on another edition of Book Talk, brought to you by The Bookshelf. Book Talk.